Okay, here we go now. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Welcome to episode 56, Old Dog New Tech. I'm Jeff West. I'm kind of the old dog trying to highlight some new tech, but I'm starting to notice that I'm finding my uh, circle of tech that I use pretty regularly. I still like to explore and try out new things, but boy, especially right now here at the end of the year, it's been kind of crazy. Been very busy with end of the year performances and assessments and Oh, just end of the year. It's a crazy time in May. Got a little crazier than I uh, really expected it to, so that's why I've been almost a month without a podcast. So, But on this podcast, I'm going to talk about images and how I use images and uh, some quick, easy ways that you can use images to either add to your content, add to an assignment you have your students do, um, or just capture something you want to archive. So I have, let me see, one, two, three, four different ways, four different things I do um, pretty regularly. So I'm finding, as I'm doing my podcast, I want to I wanna highlight the things I do and that I think will transfer pretty much to any subject for anyone. So let's get started with this one. All right, number one. If you're doing screenshots, if you're capturing something on your computer that you want to share with your students or just put in a presentation, if, if you're just capturing a, you know, your, your uh, computer screen, there's all kinds of ways, a Chromebook or a, there's always snippet with, um, with a Windows that's a comes on Windows machines, and I'm sure Apple has some. I'm not an Apple user, so I'm sorry. I'm going to have to leave that one out. Uh, But if you want to capture something and then, say, blur a section or add text to it or circle something, different colors, highlight different things, you got to use Awesome Screenshot. This is an extension for Chrome browser, and... uh, you know, for a while it was a little tricky using it, say, if I had a Google Doc that I wanted to capture a section and highlight it and give some further direction just to kind of create another way of delivering content using images. Because research shows basically in short that we humans will can remember images much quicker than text. And it will burn into that memory, deepen the knowledge of students, of of anyone uh, who has taken a look at an image. So Awesome Screenshot has been my go-to. Once you select whether you want to do an area of the screen or capture the entire screen, then it opens up a separate window for your editing. And then you click Done, and you can save that as the uh, PNG or JPG. You download it or 
Um, sometimes it'll hook right into your drive if you connect and sync it to your Google Drive if you want to. From there, you can put it in your website. You can put it in um, uh, a Google Slide or PowerPoint uh, or any other type of application where you can insert pictures. Uh, it's been very successful for me. I have used it in a lot of instances um, when someone says, ask me how did I do something tech-wise and I don't want to create a video, I can take a screenshot and type in some text and give them some pretty short and sweet directions. Um, And then obviously that would transfer then to delivering content with students. So awesome screenshot is a Chrome browser extension. And um, I'll see if I can include a link in the show notes. Uh, Number two, with your images, there is an online uh, website called uh, removeyourbackground.bg. I'll try to put the link in the notes to this, but basically you can upload a picture or put a link to a picture and it will take the background out. So for instance, if it's a picture of you or a picture of students and the stuff in the background you don't want, it it will take out all the background and you can put that in anything. They, in fact, um, uh, you could put it in you know, to a slide with just a, a plain background or I believe that website even has little frames of things like a, like a beach or or the moon or something like that, you know. So if you wanted to be creative with how you um, put a new background in or um, you could come up with your own. I know if you do a search for just a, um, any type of background that you would want, whatever scene that you'd want, then you'd be able to insert this picture into that and create a, a unique way of, of uh, presenting something, memorable, making it memorable, so maybe it deepens learning, makes it meaningful to the students. I don't know, use your creativity there. But uh, removebackground.bg, you want to take a look at that. That's very useful. I've been using that uh, mostly for personal. I've taken to create, uh, say, a profile picture or a logo. Those have been my top two uses. Lastly, um, I don't know if you use the uh, Drive application on your phone or not, but if you don't, you want to download this and get um, Drive on your phone because then what happens is when you take a picture with your phone and you share that picture, Drive comes up as one of the choices. And when you share it to your drive, it goes in there as a PNG or a JPG. So one of my students did a drawing on the board, just kind of a joke, but it was kind of funny in the way they did it. So I took that and just used it as a background on one of my agendas. Um, Just creating that relationship and the students remember, hey, oh, I remember when you put that on the agenda and then you're able to maybe draw a line to uh, what what your goals were that for that day or maybe what content was on that slide or just use it as an example of uh, people being creative and doing 
it was pretty good actually pretty good work I wouldn't say that it was top notch because they were kind of goofing around but it, that was more of a just having fun uh, and relating but I also will have discussions and leave them on the whiteboard and take a picture of that and then I can also put that on uh, a slide or in a website to recall here's what we talked about and what we agreed upon instead of having to write everything down that's much easier for me I find in the long run than than trying to write it or recall it or of course you, you can always use a student do notes and take that direction but when you take a picture you can then share it to your drive which then you could share it share that file with everyone if you wanted to if sharing is the thing and it really is the thing I think the collaboration piece that technology provides us is um, probably one of the stronger uh, pieces or tools that tech has provided is uh, easy and it's getting easier to share at a start I don't think it was all that great but boy it sure is a lot easier now so much so I'm noticing more students sharing things with me uh, particularly some of my student leaders when we have to collect some data um, they'll create a document and share it much quicker now than they used to they think of it as a part of their daily lives it's a tool in the toolbox for them and so hopefully the use of images will become a tool for you and um, it'll go a lot quicker by using awesome screenshot or to remove the background or take a picture and share it to your drive um, I know in my school um, Google Photos is not always an option for different reasons they have that um, I, I don't want to say that it's canceled because I can still get access to it on my phone but through my school computers it's limited I, um, so uh, using a photo on your phone and sharing it to your drive is going to work uh, much better for you in the long run I think alright well that's it for this episode uh, in just a minute I'll be back with a little treat for you uh, this week the treat is about cell phones and usage in class so stay tuned tech treat tech treat time on episode 56 this is a tweet that I noticed but I think you can find it online if you uh, search for it uh, Edutopia put out uh, a tweet showing some research done on cell phone usage or uh, even its location, uh, you know, whether it was a distraction and showing, as most of us would expect, that when the cell phone is in another room that students perform at a higher level. When it's in a bag or flipped over or you know, just laying next to us, kind of out of sight, quote-unquote, it still triggers in the brain the this awareness, kind of like when we're aware when we hear a name, someone across the room says our name, or um, I think they use examples of a fire engine siren coming down the road or a baby crying. 
um, there's still that awareness, that distraction. But when it's totally away, we do much better. You need to take a look at this. It's kind of interesting. I showed it to my students, uh, talked with them a bit about it, just because um, I'm trying to balance it. I, I like to have the phone in my classroom, in the music classroom, because most of my students have a tuner on their phone, and it's out, and they're tuning, and there's also metronomes, and I'll, I ask them to look up terms or artists and that happens pretty regularly so there's there's a balance that i'm trying to teach them to manage that uh, you know once you're tuned don't click over to snapchat or facebook or whatever social media you're using but this is a uh a short little video and i think it's worth a worth a show in the classroom if if this is an issue for you maybe you just have the no cell phone no technology at all use in your class um which is fine you know we we all have to create our own environments but uh, i i decided back when phones were first coming out and they were incredibly well they were just a pain and um I found myself uh, challenged with classroom management as it pertained to the cell phone, and it really broke down the what I call my mojo, or basically the flow of rehearsal. And uh, but yet I wanted them to learn to tune, and the tuners on the phone were excellent. So how do you how do you tell them only have it out right now and then put it away? Um, you know, you have to obviously you could work and develop that, but you see what I'm saying as I ramble on here. A lot of question marks and decisions you make, and how you're going to manage that. So take a look at that. That's uh, you can probably find it on Twitter if you just uh, searched Edutopia, or just go online. I know it's uh, on YouTube. Um, the video and um, about three minutes, maybe two or three minutes long. So it's not very long at all. That's it for episode 56. I'll be back with 57, hopefully within a week, maybe less, because things are slowing down. Like I said, it's been kind of a crazy, crazy month of May. Um, But all the performances are over, and now I'm ending this year and starting the fall, getting ready for marching season. Not sure what you're doing. It's a good time to reflect and see how tech's going, see just how classes went. What do you think? I know cell phones are probably part of that consideration. So... You take care, and I'll talk to you next time. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.